The following content contains coarse language, adult references, and very strong views of opinion. So if you're easily offended by any of the above, we ask you to kindly fuck off. Hey, come on now. It's on the service rounds upside down. Devin and Jesse here to give you the news. So there's no excuse to be blue. Welcome to episode one of the DMT podcast. I'm Gavin with my co-host Jesse. We're here to talk about all things wrestling, music, and entertainment alike. Let's get things started. And here we are on the 26th of February 2016. We got a whole lot to talk about today. We're going to go through Fast Lane, the news. Yep, and. Some music stuff that's been happening recently. I guess everyone kind of knows it bad, but let's start off first things first, talking about Fast Lane that just happened. What do you think of the pay per view overall? Overall, a lot of people. Some people will agree with me. Some people may not, but I fucking hated it. It was such a waste of time and such a like. I mean, the only positive thing that came out of it was the fact that we had pizza and soft drink, but that was about it. Um, but there was a couple good matches. I, I'm not gonna lie. There, there was a few decent matches from that from that pay per view. But overall, waste of fucking time. See, I'm gonna go the opposite of you. I quite enjoyed the pay per view. You did. There was some amazing wrestling. It's just that the ending ending was a very fucking bad idea. How many? It's twice now. Roman's been booed like that. And they're they not really want this it. guy to be the next thing, and he's getting heel heat on him. Yeah, and fuck, it's like the fact that I, I just, I, I cannot fathom why they did that, like the way that they did. I mean, fucking Brock sold the fucking chair shots, but then you see Roman, he didn't sell sell one fucking chair shot. We will get that. Well, we, uh, we will get to that. Far out. Out of that. <laughs> We will get to that, but first things first, the Intercontinental title match, Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler. I liked it. I quite enjoyed it. Um, Dolph took a nasty bump into the turnbuckle. That was, yeah. He I hit that thing so hard. I felt that pretty bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a... We watched it and it almost looked like they were going to go home from there. Ooh, wrestling terminal. <laughs> Ooh, no. Oh man, that was that was scary to watch. Actually, um, was. that was probably one of the better matches of the night. Uh, the other thing too, I can't, like the match overall was really good. Some very great spots, good technical wrestling because both guys are just phenomenal. But um, something that pissed me off is JBL. But that's not new. Oh, JBL always says shit on. Kind of talking about the super kick party. That happened during that match. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hang on. You guys never talk about the existence of all these outside promotions and all these outside wrestlers. But you'll talk about the Super Kick Party, which the Young Bucks have made famous. Exactly. <laughs> and fucking, you know. And claim almost claim it as your own. There's a lot of shit that JBL says on there. It's just like, shut the fuck up. That's it. Please. But yeah, 
Owens and Ziggler, really good overall match. Uh, it wasn't the first match of the night. The first match was actually uh, Sasha Banks and Becky versus Naomi and Tamina. We're not going to really talk about it because, look, Naomi and Tamina, uh, Tamina's always been good. Naomi's gotten better. The re- the review is just a dumb fucking move. And that match just... Hey, I don't know. What is that kicking thing she fucking does? Oh, God. Because I fucking see it, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the fucking weirdest thing the I've ever seen. The little Russian dance she did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Like, that was Jewish. I don't know what the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yep. I don't, yeah, this is the sort of shit that you get when you're podcasting for the first time. That is it. Uh, the other thing, too, um, I guess we'll go to the very start of the show, the US title match. Yeah, that was actually dark horse for me, mm. personally. Like, I honestly thought it was a really good match, which is funny because, you know, it's how many times have we seen them fucking go against each other? I don't like Dorio's new finishing move. The guys have to physically hold themselves up. And it just, it's not believable. Yeah. Also, Moro Ranallo. Yes. Gave it such a big match hype for a pre-show match. We were so excited when we saw him in the commentary booth. And then as soon as it queued to the pay-per-view and we saw Cole, we were instantly fucking pissed. Because that guy just knows how to call a, a match. It's, it's, every time you hear Michael Cole call a match... He doesn't focus. I mean, he does focus on some of the moves, but then you see him more focusing on shit outside of the match, like, oh, this is what's happening with the authority, or buy the WWE network for nine ninety nine. No, no, that was not a free plug, by the way. But um, fucking. In the words of JBL, I love him, Maggle. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, back to him. Fuck. It was good Hands to hear down. a commentator commentate on the wrestling. Finally, yeah, that's that's what it was. You don't ver- you don't get that very often. Like, I think the last time I've really been impressed with commentary was when I saw Wrestle Kingdom Nine with um, Matt Striker and Jim Ross, and hands down the best commentary I've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, I have seen really good commentary from other promotions, obviously, but that that was hands down the best I've seen lately. I think it was more so the nostalgia thing of hearing Jr's voice again. And the fact that it was there was no bullshit to deal with. Like, he didn't have to plug anything that was um, business-related or anything. It was just wrestling. I mean... You don't have to plug the New Japan Network. What, what's that called again? New, New Japan, Japan World. World. That's it. It's good. I'd get on it, guys. Like, we, we got it for Wrestle Kingdom 10, and it was r- actually really, really good. I found some really good old footage from um, from Madison Square Garden. Believe it or um, not. Learn, learn how to read kanji <laughs> and katakana and stuff uh, like that. If you get Google Chrome, it will translate <laughs> everything. But um, back to Fastlane. We're getting sidetracked. US title match. Yeah. Two out of three falls. Kalisto gets the win. We didn't say who won the matches. Oh, no. Owens keeps the Intercontinental title. Kalisto keeps the US title. And the two out of three falls. Becky um, and Sasha won. Yep. Um, Let's go to the next one. Charlotte and Brie. For the uh, Divas title, the uh, the gimmick infringement match, I like to call it. <laughs> it Look, always feels like she only got that fucking match because of Daniel Bryan's retirement. Look, Brie has gotten better, but Nikki Nikki seems to be a bit better. 
which is that that's hard to say. Coming that's from coming me. from us, the fucking the biggest haters of the Bella Twins. <laughs> like, yeah, well, oh, I think Maria Canellas hates them more than what we do. Well, she did apparently. I'm not sure if they still do, but we're not into that fucking gossip bullshit. Any, anyway, moving on. Yeah, we don't do this gossip shit. We, sorry, no, nah, not at all. But back uh, back to the match. Um, look, like you said, Bree's gotten better. Charlotte's always been good. It's just um. I almost feel Ric Flair is kind of pointless at the moment with her. It's more like a comedy act. I, I'm I'm not kidding you. I, I went I was laughing hysterically when I was watching him on I think it was either Sunday or Monday. I can't remember. I think it was either Sunday or Monday. It would have been Monday for all. Yeah. I was just laughing hysterically. Cause the guy when the guy laughs, his face is just the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> But yeah, but that's it. But um, yeah, Charlotte picks up the win. Um, look, like I said, the whole Bree's kind of getting this little, this little push thing because of of Daniel. She wore his boots. She does his moves. She gets the cheap pops. Yeah, it's a cheap pop match kind of thing. Yeah, uh, look, I'm okay with having a, a shit divas match. Yeah, of course. Because now with Bree kind of yeah retiring soon and whatnot, now it's you know. Becky's going to get more chances again, and you know, Sasha. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. And then you know when Bailey comes up and Asuka, and hey, Dana Brooke. I'm all for Dana Brooke. This is the year of Dana Brooke. I'm calling it now. That chick is going to win the NXT Women's Title before the end of the year. I hope so. She Her, deserves it. Emma as well. Emma's somebody that should be had. Like she's come a long way. She has. Like, but we will get to NXT in another episode. Yeah, we'll get onto NXT. Hopefully, in the next episode. And now. You want to take the next one, right? Yes. This this one was probably the most infuriating one. Why the fuck is fucking... Why are the Wyatts going against the fucking... Whatever that team's called. The, the big team the or the Titans. The Titans or fucking hell. You, and they're going over the Wyatts. You kill the fucking momentum. I'll tell you exactly why. <clears throat> because we're... Stupid. Stupid! Oh, fuck. I don't know if I <laughs> hit myself in the microphone. I'm like, ow. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know what to say about it because it's, it's more infuriating than I've ever... Like, the most infuriated I've ever been. I think, like, you were there. I was in silence for at least 15 minutes. After the match? Yeah, I, I walked off. I grabbed a drink, sat back on the couch in uh, silence, like, look, fucking pissed. Look, it was, it was good. For what it is, um, when did Big Show become a face? I don't know. Uh, right back. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That attempt at a shell shock at the end on Harper, and it's like we've seen you do it on bigger guys. Yeah, and then with this one, you just you couldn't get it right today, which it happens. Happens wrestling. It happens. Yeah, we play music, but sometimes we fuck up on stage as well. Always. Like you, well, not always, but you, know, you get that stuff. But it was just kind of embarrassing. Oh, and oh, that's the other thing too. What the fuck is with right back using some of CM Punk's moves? I noticed that the uh, the four knees into the corner and uh, right back almost going over on the second one and having <laughs> Luke Harper dying hysterically <laughs> as right back almost went over the fucking top rope. You could see that, like Jesus Christ. I don't know what. What he's doing. I, I don't know what the whole Ryback thing is about. I just don't. 
And now he's a heel, but we were going to talk about Raw after Fastlane. Uh, okay, next one. Let's go to... Well, are we forgetting something? Are Any we? matches? I don't believe so. Uh, honestly, let's just go to the ratings with, pay, with Payback. Well, not Payback, fucking um, Fastlane. Fastlane, because... We're up to the best match of the night. Fully. Why to Far AJ? Out. I, I keep forgetting about this match. How can you forget about it? It was the best match of the I night. I keep forgetting about it because I don't... It was so It was such good. a shit show. I didn't realize that was actually on the show. It was such a good good match. You know, uh, Jericho almost killing AJ a couple of times was a bit hard to watch, but... Yeah. Um, I got to say that was probably the best match of the night for me because... Uh, it's fucking AJ Styles. Exactly. Like, what can you what can you this say? Whole, this whole he's a rookie thing is starting to do my head in, but it makes sense. It looks like they're starting to stray away from that though. Yeah, which is a positive at least. Um, but yeah, best match of the night. Happy with the way it came out. I'm happy that hit the Styles Clash. I mean, the only thing that Jericho kicking out of the Styles Clash. I know a lot of people have been pissed off about it. Um, I mean, I kind of get it, but. Then again, that's WWE. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, the fact Jericho tapped, that's that's one of those instances where I can count on one hand how many times we've honestly seen that in his career. I don't think we've seen it very often, exactly. like in, in big profile matches. No. Um, but yeah, best match of the night for me. Easily AJ picks up the win. Uh, and the next night on Raw, him and Jericho team up. Work that out. I don't know what's going on with that. I will say, though, uh, I've been saying this, people don't like it. They should have feuded Miz with Styles instead of Jericho. It would have... Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. It was That would have been a good idea, but... Hell, why don't you throw... You know, triple threat kind of thing. Ah, oh, no, it wouldn't work. He would sell the shit out of everything. That's he the would. thing um, with Miz. Like, I've noticed he's really good at doing that, but... Overall, with a pay-per-view... Um, oh, hang on. Two more matches. Oh, Far out. Three, three. Do we count Curtis Axel versus R Truth? That was just a filler match, really. That was a filler match. Right, we're gonna let's get to the cutting edge peep show <sighs> with our favorite team, New Day Rex. New Day Rex. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was expecting some big things out of that, but. One, of th- I was like, one or two things is going to happen. Enzo and Cass are going to come up and start feuding for that title because, let's face it, the tag team division in main roster, it's stale. It's gone back to exactly how it used to be. It hasn't really changed much. No. And then you look at NXT, and that tag team division is fucking thriving at the moment. It's awesome. So good to watch. But yeah, it was that, or I thought Carl and Doc were going to come. It was a long shot, but they might have come. No one just said we get, um, you know, Edge and Christian doing really bad League of Nation impressions. Yeah. Um, since when did Bulgarians go hakapui hakapui? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that, Christian? Oh my god! I, I, the comedy parts are the best. Well, Edge and Christian, they're great at that. Uh, watch the Edge and Christian show if you haven't yet. That was that was a good watch. The first episode was a bit of a letdown, but trust me, episode two makes up for it. Oh, shit, yeah. It's, it's much better on the second episode. Um, but then it was also this weird thing where it's like, New Day heals, correct? Yeah. And they were doing this like back and forth thing with Edge and Christian, and then League of Nations come out, 
Edge and Christian say shit about League of Nations and they're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like a couple of minutes ago, you were like, we're going to leave. We hate you. And now your friend, I don't know. WWE. Uh, next, then it was <laughs> Curtis Axel pick up win over R Truth. They keep teasing Golden Truth. Yes. Just a filler match. But hey, I, I love the social outcasts. Oh, so do I. It's so, so good. People can't get into it. I'm all about it. Social outcasts. I just are want awesome. it to go viral, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Trust me. I'm, I'm a massive fan because they're actually getting airtime for one. That's that's the that's the biggest positive I see out of it is exactly. that getting airtime that we've all wanted. I mean, some people are gonna have a whinge like they always do because you know there are unintelligent fans out there, um, and I know quite a few of them. But <laughs> um, yeah, they don't realize that they're actually getting the airtime that they were demanding. Like, oh, bring back Leo Kruger, bring give give them more airtime. But then they finally do it, and it's like there's a big issue. But I'm I'm more I'm happy for. I'm happy with the social outcast, and exactly. it's fucking so funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now, now it's a big one. Yes, the leader of the Ambrose and Silent Dean Ambrose. <laughs> yeah, the leader of the Roman Empire, Roman Reigns, and the Beast. Wait, didn't we go through this match already? No, well, we, we went through the- a little bit of it. Yeah. And fuck you. You ruined my Brock Lesnar <laughs> introduction. <laughs> Versus the beast. Brock Lesnar. What a match. I'm not going to lie. Trust what me. What a he, fucking match. Holy shit. Trust me. He does that on a regular basis. But what a match. <laughs> it's what I say whenever a girl looks at my penis. <laughs> it's the beast. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Don't edit that out. No, I'm editing that out. No, you're not editing that out. This is why it's a fucking no-holds-barred podcast and we can say whatever the fuck we want <laughs> and nobody can do anything about it. Oh, except some YouTube fucking infringement Which shit. we will be getting onto in the That's future. Ne- next episode, I want to talk about the where is the fair use, but let's get back to this match. Look, that was a good match. I'm not going to lie, that was really good. The whole um, Brock, Brock going to Suplex City, look... Yeah. I hate it. I I really hate just the suplexes, but you know what? When it happens, I get into the hype of it and I fucking love it. Oh, who doesn't? It's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I mean, we got a Samoan drop into a... Oh, sorry, a German suplex into a Samoan drop. Pretty much. He like Reigns, once again, showing his strength because he had to fucking pretty much, you know, almost do the jump with Dean on his back. Yeah. Very good overall match. But now comes the shit part. The ending. The finish. Just how how predictable it was. We knew since the Rumble. We've known since about August of last year. The Reigns is going to get the title. Yeah, eventually. we've always known. And, and then he gets yeah. it. And then he gets, oh, you know, gets cashed in on him. And it's like, oh, no, we have to feel sorry for him. And people just, just didn't. And then, you know... Royal Rumble comes, Reigns loses it, Triple H gets it, and now it's like, oh, great. Triple H has somehow convinced the boss that he's going to get Roman over. And we aren't going to see a title match until Mania. Yeah. At this rate. It seems like Fastlane's like a glorified house show now. But look, some very good spots. Uh, Lesnar going through, being power-bombed through two tables. 
Yeah, that that was that was a pretty good spot. I'm not gonna Ambrose lie. and Reigns is doing their you know their brawl thing that they like to do. Yep. Dean running in with a couple of chairs when that Kamora lock was put in. It was a good, like, it was a good match. It's but just then the, that's yeah. where the issue comes. It's the fucking finish, like, and the fact that he no-sold those fucking chair shots. Three chair shots and an F5. He got up and speared him. And one, two, three, and that was it. Ding, ding, ding. All over Red Rover. I, Once again, he gets booed. Triple H comes out, it's like, oh. Uh, boss, uh, listen here, um, I'm going to come out there and uh, get Roman Reigns over. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like, you do it, damn it. Oh, fuck. That's almost what it felt like. Did he, did he really need another title run? Honestly? I don't know. He's fucking, he's, he's nearly, he's, he's at the later stage of his career working, you know, one or couple, one or two matches a year. Why? He doesn't need the title anymore. It almost looks like what WCW used to do. Yeah. Oh. Well, lately it's pretty much like WCW in the later years, which WWE continues to fucking brat. Like <laughs> we fucking beat bag. you. Oh, we beat you. Exactly. Oh, but God. Look, overall, I want to give it a 7 out of 10. We got some really good wrestling. We got some good stories. It's just if that finish didn't happen the way it did, it would have been a bit higher. The crowd would not. Either way, Reigns was going to win no matter what. Crowd was always going to turn on him unless he did the heel turn. But they're too scared to do it. Pretty much. I feel like 10, 13 years down the road, it's going to be the same situation that's happening with Cena now. Yep. We're kind of discussing a heel turn now when it was ready couple years ago they should have done it when he was with the rock exactly yeah oh well so yeah seven out of ten jesse you've 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 made my standard the standard go a lot higher than i thought it would be um look for the for the wrestling i have to give it at least half so i'm just gonna give it a five because <laughs> i was just i walked out of that pay-per-view with higher blood pressure than I usually do, not for the positive reasons. And, uh, yeah, well, higher blood pressure when I'm fucking excited, like WrestleMania last year, where we nearly lost our shit and I nearly had a heart attack. One of our friends went to the emergency room. <laughs> That's for another podcast. I was, I was more angrier than anything. Came out red faced with fucking steam coming out of my ears. But hopefully they make up for it with WrestleMania. And hopefully that they make up for it with Raw, which we will discuss in just a moment. And now, a word from our sponsor. We have a sponsor? Who? 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 Oh, that's right. Nobody! Nobody! <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's episode one. Who's going to sponsor this? <laughs> yes. No. But, okay. Let's get to the night after. Raw is way better than Fastlane. In the opening yes. 10 minutes... It was better. We started off with the Vincent J. McMahon Award, Legacy Excellence Award, who the fuck it is, going to Stephanie McMahon. The girl deserves it. She works very hard. But someone who works a little harder, it's a bit more successful in that family at the moment, made a return. Here comes the money. Here we go. <laughs> money talks. 
There was something something odd about seeing a forty six year old man do the. <laughs> I'm doing a little dancing Shane does at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Shane O'Mac is back, baby. He's back. I'm not kidding you. This cunt called me at fucking. Oh, I don't know. I was probably working the night before. He calls me and says, "Dude, have you watched Raw?" Here's me half asleep, slurring my, slurring my words. Uh, fucking, uh, I, I haven't watched Raw yet. What what's happened? Oh, watch it now. Hangs up. I'm like, fuck, something must have happened. <laughs> but you didn't see what happened before that. I yelled so loud. My neighbours came over. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking screamed because Shane O'Mac is back. And the neighbours ring the doorbell. We heard, it, we heard a big yell, is everything okay? And it's like, oh, well, well, everything's better now because Shane O'Mac is back. It's fucking Shane O'Mac. <laughs> Oh man, oh. So we got that Shane, you know, almost some very real sounding things he was saying to Vince. Yep. Which then leads into Shane getting a match at at WrestleMania mm. against the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell, and if Shane wins, he gets control of Raw. It's interesting because it's like it, they threw an absolute fucking curveball at us. It's it. <sighs> I don't know how to feel about it. One half of me is like, you can't have Shane McMahon beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. But then the other side's going, I really want to see Shane McMahon take control of Raw. It's like, the authority? No, or no authority. It's like, well, you know what? I'm going to choose, but fucking... I, it's, I think that they're starting a brand war. Like, I think that they're really leading to that. Because... He gets control of Raw. Troops gets control of SmackDown. Brings some of the NXT guys up with him, I guess. Who knows, man? What, what, like, I saw a photo the other day. You know, you see shit on your newsfeed on Facebook all the time. I saw somebody had photoshopped um, with some caption saying this would be an awesome brand war or something like that. You had Shane running Raw, Trips running NXT, Paul Heyman running SmackDown. Hmm, okay. Back to how it used to be, I guess. It'd be a pretty interesting brand war, i got to say. Like That's it. I wouldn't mind seeing it at all. And then we continue on through the night. Um, there's going to be a number one contenders match between Becky and Sasha, determined number one contender, Charlotte Stevens title, which we contested for at Mania. I predict... That should be a triple threat match, I'm calling it now. I predict that it's going to be a... Uh, I reckon Team Bad or fucking whatever you want to call them, Team Shit or fucking Team I Can't Wrestle or whatever. But team fucking Team. Team whatever, but they're fucking, they're going to run in. Um, they're going to attack both of them. Whoever comes out, Stephanie, fucking whoever comes out. If we can't... Uh, I just lost my train of thought. Who, who really cares? Because that's something I personally don't want to see. I want to see a triple threat match because I reckon Becky, Charlotte, That's what and I was Sasha, leading on to. <laughs> that, will steal, that will almost steal the show at WrestleMania. That's what I was leading on to. Like, was that Fatal 4-Way when you had Bailey in the mix? That was the most perfect match I've ever seen in such a long time. Oh, shit, yeah. That was the best match of the night for that pay-per-view. I'm trying to think who else was on that card. I can't even remember because I, I, all I was think that, is that match. Was that the debut of Kevin Owens? 
No, it wasn't. No, so it was a little bit earlier than that. Yep. It was that, one of um, the takeovers. Not much else really. You uh, look, not much else really important kind of happened. The on Raw. It was, it, yeah. There were Sorry, I lie. Uh, we got this. Sheamus just Roman Reigns again at the end, <laughs> and then to have the boss. So we have Triple H come down. Music hits. They're like, oh, here we go. But oh, he's wearing his fighting leathers, which is the first. He's <laughs> not wearing a suit. Comes down, lays a beating on Roman Reigns, which <laughs> he did apparently break his nose. Yeah, I did see. I did see the photos of surgery in that, and he yeah. I didn't believe it at first, but because there was a lot of talk going on saying that he was. But then at the same time, there was a lot of blood, and we we're like, oh. Only to find out Byron kind of handed him some blood capsules. Yes. <laughs> when was the last time you heard about blood capsules being used in WWE? I am all for them using that. I don't care if, if they're not going to blade anymore, let him use fake blood. I don't That's give a it. fuck. But my issue with how that ended is Triple H came out looking like the face of the feud. Yeah. He came out looking like the good guy and it's like, well, no, because he came out and he assaulted someone. Didn't he work towards the crowd a couple times? Yeah. <laughs> Great heel work, Trips. <laughs> yeah. It, it look yeah. The pedigree on the on the stair steps. And then cocking his wrist and throwing a socket. Crowd losing their shit. And it's like, dude, we're supposed to hate you in this feud. Don't do things like that that make us like you. Yeah. Well, I don't know where they're going with um, with that, honestly, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the next couple we of weeks. We got another four or five weeks. Yeah, something like that. So, anything we'll, can happen till then. That's it. We'll see what happens. I mean, we've got a couple confirmed matches. couple confirmed matches, yes. So, we've got the main event being Triple H defending the title against Roman Reigns for the World WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Um, we're going to have Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. Yep, we got... Oh, Jesus, how do we forget? <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred street fight. Is that what they call it? It's a it's a no-holds-barred match. But then he said street fight at the end. You're like, he did? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just, it, it's technically the same match. It's just they always fucking... Exactly. They always use different names for it. It's like Extreme Rules, Street Fight, No-Holds-Barred. It's the same fucking thing. That's it. So them, and then we're going to have uh, Charlotte against either... Becky or Sasha, like I said, I think it's going to be a tr uh, triple threat. Something's going to happen next week that's uh, going to make it a triple threat. Owens, I'm not sure if he's going to defend the title against Kalisto. I don't know. Probably Del Rio again. <laughs> and then what's going on with the tag titles? Are they pushing League of Nations versus New Day at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but so that was look, Raw. Raw was a lot better than Fastlane within the first... 10, 20 minutes. Yes. And then it just... A bit stagnant, boring in the middle, which... Fast you, forwarding. What do you expect during a three-hour show? They need to reduce it. Exactly. Like, the the way the way that they structure the show doesn't really keep the attention of the entire audience. Like, I notice whenever I watch it, I'm on fast-forward mode most of the time. Exactly. Like, it's just every roll. I can't... I can't physically sit through the same shit every week. Like, 
I'm more for watching wrestling because I'm I'm a huge wrestling fan, as you can tell. Like we're both are, but when you're getting the same shit every week, same sort of finishes, you know, it, there's always an authority fucking promo at the start, and there's always going to be either a tag team match or the same fucking people in the main event. You kind of get bored after a while. Exactly. Like the fucking the bookings just stale at the moment. Like they don't they don't really like to throw curveballs very often like i think the only curveball they really threw was the one that with shane mcmahon but it's usually just the same sort of stuff i mean why don't they experiment make shit more edgier you know the the ratings are falling for a reason you know like i don't even watch raw live anymore like i used to i watch it fucking record i, I record it on just... foxtel and then i'm either f- watch it a couple hours later or i'll watch it in a like that weekend or the next week or whatever. Exactly. Um, so that was Raw. That was Fastlane. Look, Fastlane was good. Wrestling was awesome. Shit finish. Raw was good. You know, good finish. Just didn't make sense. Yeah. All right. And now let's get on to some some sports entertainment news. Sports entertainment sports news. Sports entertainment news. First things first. Bad news, Barrett leaving. Yes, uh, we've heard that... Uh, we were floating about that uh, Wade Barrett has given in his notice of leaving the company when his contract is finished. Yeah. Now, if this is true, this is one of the better things that can happen to him. I reckon it'll he'll be like Galloway after well, that. That and he needs to be healthy because it almost seems like he's getting injured a little too often. Yeah, which seems to be happening to most of the roster now. <laughs> Yeah, getting overworked. But look, if he if he does end up leaving, he goes, I don't know, maybe he goes to TNA. Maybe he goes to GFW. Maybe he goes to New Japan. Maybe he goes to Lucha Underground. Who knows? Maybe he does a whole bunch of indie stuff. Maybe he goes in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Either way, Wade Barrett will become just as popular and whatnot as what Drew Galloway has become now. Oh, shit, yeah. We, we've been lucky enough to watch him work twice. At a local show now, yeah, Outback Championship Wrestling. Which, speaking of which, we're going to that. We're going to show tonight. tonight to see Mad Dog versus Sid Parker in a dog collar match. Two guys I would love to have on this podcast in future. Yes, but yeah, if he does go, Barrett does go, it's better for him. He'll get that push he deserves. He'll he'll probably be going around. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets bought here if he gets released. Who knows? Or, or, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what plays out in the next year. I reckon there'll be quite a few uh, releases within the next four months because they usually do it around this time of year. They release a lot of people. The budget cuts. Yeah, they've already done a few earlier on in the year, but it'll be interesting to see yeah, what they, they do. Yeah, they the four with NXT. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that stuff another time. So, yeah, Barrett leaving... Um, WWE trying to distract us after the shitty show that was Fastlane with the official signing of Shinsuke Nakamura. Anybody who knows me well would know how I reacted to that. <laughs> like, oh my what god. What did you do, Jesse? Come on, do it. I fucking ran around the house screaming. <laughs> I, I I tried doing the fucking that thing that he does on the ropes on the couch and I'm failed miserably, but <laughs> If we ever get Juicy on the show, we'll ask him how to do it. Yeah, because he can show us. He seems to know how to do it really well. If there's anyone <laughs> that's a bigger Shinsuke Nakamura fan than you, it is Mr. Juicy. Yeah. The day that I saw Nakamura, like, I'm not going to look, I probably, he's probably a lot bigger fan than I am, but 
I got introduced to New Japan a lot later than I probably should have. Um, cause it was cause of the whole global force thing with the Wrestle Kingdom nine show. So I watched it and that m- the first time I saw his entrance, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, I've never seen such charisma like this before. And the way that fucking JR sold him to me was just like, this guy's a wrestling god. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody like him. He's something else over there. And the fact that he's going to be coming to America, like, Kevin Owens said in the interview too, it's like, when he gets here, like, be prepared. You are going to see something you've never seen oh, before. He's, and the fact that they're letting him keep his name. He's good. Uh, actually, before we started reading... Um, Recording this contract, sorry. Before we started recording this contract, fuck, what am I saying? Recording this Re- podcast. Re- fuck. See, when I'm thinking of something, I say the wrong words. But yeah, before we started recording this podcast, um, I was actually reading on my phone before, and I told Gavin about it, that uh, apparently Shinsuke is signed to a contract, hence why I was saying it before, he's signed to a contract that um, he's earning main event level money. That's what I heard. And he's keeping his name, and he's keeping his persona and gimmick, which is which is rare apparently in that in NXT to mm. get, you know, because um, you had established stars like Virgil Devitt come in and Kenta, and they they changed the name. Or oh, sorry, they changed the names, but they didn't so much change the gimmicks. Not really, nah. No, but it's very very rare for someone so established to come in and change the name. For example. Kevin Steen. Yeah. I, st- I still call him Steen. I know he's Kevin Owens now and we look alike. <laughs> but he's still Kevin Steen to me. It's like, I look at Neville. He's still Puck. Yeah. <laughs> he's still Puck. I look at Sami Zayn and he's Sami Zayn. He's Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn and El Generica are two different people. I'm sorry. Are we actually got a conspiracy when it comes to that? <laughs> I, uh, have you ever seen him in the same room at the same time? Oh, have you? Uh, yeah, I. I Wait, did no, a, that doesn't help. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I did a, a Google tr- Google Translate. I translated um, Sami Zayn to Arabic, and then I switched it over that Sami Zayn translation to Arabic to English. And what did it come up with? El Generico. <laughs> Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. <laughs> oh god. And then uh some more a bit of um unfortunate news. So it's not unfortunate, um the kind of almost death hoax of uh Blackjack Mulligan, the grandfather of uh Bray Dallas and Bray White. Yeah. The reason why they went on the sh- on Raw a couple of weeks ago. Uh they were saying Blackjack died and you know, we looked it up and no he's had a heart attack, he's in hospital recovering, so... Well, we hope he's recovering. We haven't really heard anything. We just know that he's in hospital, yeah. still sick. Well, I mean, he could... For all we know, by the time this was released, we could it, anything can happen. But, exactly. Um, we just hope that, you know, hopefully it's... Uh, he either recovers and... Um, yeah, because that's, that's kind of a tough thing to deal with. I mean... Those two losing your grandparents is fucking horrible. I haven't got that to that part yet, but um, you know, grandparents get that age and the health is deteriorating. But I don't want to think about it. Yeah, well, let's just hope he gets he gets well soon. That's it. And then um, the other news. Yes. Uh, 
Todd O'Neill. Todd O'Neill getting suspended for, you know, grabbing Vince and pulling him out of the way to be a gentleman and let Stephanie through first. WWE Logic, we're celebrating Black History Month. So what do we do? We suspend a black wrestler for 60 days. Sounds like a cult thing to do, doesn't it? It, it does. And it brings us to a segment that I love. I get the honor of doing the first one of the show. You get to do next month. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> we, we, did, we did rock, paper, scissors, and I lost. So. Exactly. <laughs> so what we're going to be doing every show, monthly, it might be fortnightly, depends. We're going to be doing a shithead of the month. And this month, the shithead award goes to none other than drum roll, please. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. What the fuck? Right, yes, I understand it was a big celebration and the whole Daniel Bryan retiring thing. And Titus O'Neil simply pulled you aside. Yes, it was a bit of a force grab because... Your ego is that fucking large that you couldn't let your own daughter walk in front of you through the curtain. I don't even know what it was about. Why? Like It was just unprofessional contact, uh, conduct because Titus kind of grabbed him. It looked like it was a hug thing at first, but then you read more and more and it was, it was pulling him out of the way and said, let Stephanie go through first because he's a gentleman. He is probably one of the better people in WWE. He is. That guy deserves a push and... All, all, Titus deserves so much. He does so much great charity work. He's a good ambassador for you know the African American culture over in the United States, which you know, in some places it's hard to look at. But you know what? White neighborhoods aren't any better in some places. Yeah, unfortunately. And this shit happens. They've reduced his um, suspension though. It's down. To We're from ninety days. Yeah, from ninety days down to sixty. That's still three months. He's still missing Mania, regardless. Exactly. We're just fucked, you know? Like, I just don't understand it. But um. And so, to that, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, we say this. Fuck you, piece of shit. Thanks, Sheiky baby. <laughs> Sheiky baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so... God. Moving on. Uh, yeah, now we're getting to... Uh, it's a little more of a... Ooh. Bit of a dark one, this is one. The segment that I think it is. Yeah. So pretty much what Jesse and myself have decided is with... Because I was doing the first shithead of the month, Jesse's going to be reading... We're going to do... Well, we do wrestling. We do music. That That's our main things. So I'll do shithead of the month, and Jesse's going to talk about the music news, and then we're going to swap it from every show. So I'll let you take care of this one, Jesse. Okay. Well, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it um, in the recent... Weeks and months, well, recent weeks more so because it's been in the mainstream media as of late. Um, it's the whole Kesha situation with her, um, with her producer. And um, I'm, I'm pretty baffled with what I've read. Like a lot of, th- I'll, I, I've been preparing this for like a couple days actually. And a lot of shit have, has come out since then. But um, I'll give you guys a little bit of a background on what's been going on. But the lawsuit um, was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court and goes back to her life in Nash- Nashville back in her early years. Um, 
She was allegedly induced by her producer, Dr. Luke, to drop out of high school and leave her life behind at age fucking 18. This shit happens in the music industry. It's fucked, man. This is why I'm so against those fucking X Factor and all that bullshit, because this sort of shit happens. Kids don't know that. And parents are too fucking dumb. But moving on. Um... Kesha was signed back in 2005 to Dr. Luke's production company, which I won't mention because I don't want to give him the fucking privilege of having a plug on this show. Um, This is the thing that I found really fucked, was he liked to get his... This is what she states that he said. He likes to get his girls drunk and have sex with them, and and then apparently he blackmailed his own fucking pregnant wife into getting an abortion by not speaking to her for fucking four months. I, like, okay, I have to keep a, like, 50-50 mind on this because I don't know every single detail because a lot of shit's still coming out. But just hearing that fucking makes me feel sick. Um, these allegations overall revolve around the sexual abuse part. So practically what this whole entire lawsuit is, is to um, cut all ties with Kesha and that and Sony and his um, production company. And apparently this abuse goes over the last fucking decade. Like, apparently he allegedly forced her to snort, snort illegal drugs and gave her sober pills. Sober pills, in quotation marks. <laughs> um... Yeah, you 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 probably haven't heard all this shit before. Um, no, look, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to that kind of stuff. So this is all somewhat new to me. Like, even when it's on my Facebook, I just I scroll past it because honestly, everything now is clickbait. Yeah, but like, it's a serious situation. It's fucked. It should never happen to anyone. Yeah, it's just bullshit. It's happened to someone like Kesha. Well, pretty much like she's trying to get out of her contract with Sony Music. I know she wants to do different music. And I'm not like one of those fucking fangirls who's like, oh, she's trying to do new music. She's fucking awesome. Like, you know those fucking fangirls. But yeah, she's trying to get out of her contract, which I don't blame her because Sony are a bunch of pieces of shit. Um, and she's trying, and they're tied with her fucking, um, her producer. Um, this is the thing that pissed me off the most. The verdict was... The ruling was in favor of Dr. Luke and is um, she has to continue for fulfilling her contract by working with him and Sony. So that means she practically has to keep working with this fucking cunt. She has to keep working with him. No matter what she's fucking said, you know, I mean, a lot of, I know have, I've seen, um, I've read lately that he has responded to all this shit and he said that the whole point of this contract is that she can get a bigger deal or she can... Um, get out of her contract altogether. But then again, like, that's what fucking negotiating's for. Is there the concrete evidence of um, Dr. Luke doing all this kind of shit to her, though? Um, Well, I've been doing research on it, and there has been people that have said that this has happened. Okay. Like, high-profile people have said, like, this shit, like, this guy's a fucking pig. Uh, High-profile people have said that. Okay. Um. This might be a bit controversial, what I'm going to say. 
Because, yeah. like, when you first told me about this the other week, yeah, I was like, oh, it's kind of hard to believe because more and more over the last couple of years, the last 10 or something years, you've seen women pulling the you know, the rape card and they were sexually abused card and it ends up being bullshit and the person that uh, they falsely accused of, their shit gets ruined. But if she's not she's not crying wolf, she's 100% telling the truth and I'm all fucking for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not fucking... I'm... Uh, I'm totally all for what you just said because it's true. Like that's that's what's been going on lately, but um, yeah, hope high profile people have been given her support. I have noticed. Um, like fucking, like the fact that Lady Gaga's if Lady Gaga's even getting her fucking words in about it, you know, then I kind of got to believe it because she does. She does. I mean, I don't believe it, but I got I got to kind of look into it a bit more because. She's not the sort of person that would just fucking rave on about something like a Kardashian or a fucking or some other dickhead. We don't say that name here. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that was that's an example that I have to use. Um Yeah, I know uh Demi Lovato, um I forget who else is I know I know Demi and Taylor Swift had this fucking dumb thing because Taylor didn't put something on her social media about the support she donated like seven like a couple hundred thousand dollars for a legal fees and i'm just like well, that's better than fucking just posting a stupid fucking status on twitter <laughs> yeah yeah i wouldn't be complaining but um yeah there's a petition to boy like i i know about petitions this guy knows about why i know about petitions you know <laughs> but um Apparently, there's a petition to boycott Sony and all of its music, which I'm all for, because fuck, just torrent all their shit. That's that's one way of doing it. <laughs> um, and mo- do I honestly support it? Do I support um, Kesha in this? Yes, I do, because fucking fuck Sony and fuck this other cunt that's with him. Um, I, I know that this shit's happened in the past with musicians all sorts of stuff it happens like the fact that people don't actually know this is that you'd have to be pretty fucking ignorant not to know that this shit happens in the music industry um but yeah i think the best positive thing that's going to come out of this is there's going to be a shit ton more awareness hopefully in the future and people will be a bit more fucking careful yeah hopefully yeah but that's all I got to say about this subject. If there's anything like really major that fucking comes up in the next couple of weeks, I'll talk about it. I've got no problem. Um, so, you know, but yeah, we got there. We got to the Woo. end. It's the end of the first episode. We did we, it. We finished the first episode. Uh, oh, it's always been two hours. We tried to, we want an hour and a half max, maybe an hour. We've gone over that. When are you to this? Whatever. Okay. So now it's all normal bullshit. Go to our Facebook page, give it a like. That uh, was it the DNT podcast. Yeah, the DNT podcast. Uh, you can like us on Instagram with the same name. Yep, we got Instagram. We, we got, got Twitter, Twitter. We got um Facebook. Oh, we did Facebook. <laughs> we got you. We got the YouTube, which is where we're hope where we're gonna be hosting this podcast exactly for the time being because we're cheap cunts and we can't afford to do the Apple thing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, but yeah, tell us how, how you thought we did in the first episode. If it's shit. Tell us if you liked it. Tell us if you don't give a fuck. Don't say anything. If you're offended, fuck off. 
Hey, the claimer was at the start of the show, so. Yep, because, you know, it's our opinions. That's we it. have every right to say our opinions. And. All right, thank you very much. I'm Gavin. I'm Jesse. This was the DNT podcast, and we will see you next one.